You're listening to the Being Dad Podcast, episode 23. This week on the show, more about baby signing. I'm joined by Laura Berg from My Smart Hands. We chat about her company and its products, Dragon's Den, and all things baby signing. That's coming up on the Being Dad Podcast next. Hello and welcome to the show. I'm Stephen Beatty, and you are tuned into episode 23 this week. Thanks for listening. This is the show for all of us who are working on being dad, new dads, experienced dads, and those who support us. Follow me on Twitter at Being Dad Podcast, and of course, check out the website beingdadpodcast.com for all the show notes and podcast episodes and extras. As I mentioned in the show intro, Laura Berg joins me for a discussion about baby signing this week. Stemming from her love for baby signing and her background in teaching and American Sign Language, Laura founded a now international company called My Smart Hands with the goal to educate and promote the benefits and use of baby signing. The mission statement from their website states that their mission is to bring a better understanding to parents educators, and children the value of visual communication early in life, promoting American Sign Language as part of a dual language to the hearing community can act as a bridge to more meaningful communication in our homes, our schools, and our communities. Laura's company and vision is growing daily and has 100-plus baby signing instructors all sharing a love for and a desire to promote baby signing. I will have links to My Smart Hands and the other resources we talk about in my interview with her, including footage from her appearance on Dragon's Den. In the show notes, you can find all these links for this episode at beingdadpodcast.com slash 23. But of course, you can visit her website, mysmarthands.com, for more information. And now, my interview with Laura Bird. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. I am now here with Laura Berg from My Smart Hands. Hi, Laura. Welcome to the Being Dad podcast. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. How did you become involved with baby signing? Um, well, I was a teacher before I had my daughter, and I ran the literacy program at my school, and I did a bunch of research on helping children uh, with their spelling skills, and I came across um, using sign language to help them. And of course, in my research, I kept coming up with baby signing and how great it is. And um, so when I had my daughter, I thought, I really want to stay at home with her. And I had taken ASL as a second language in teacher's college. So I had that already. And it was just a perfect fit. I was very passionate about using sign language for literacy that um, I, I always knew I was going to use it with my daughter. And then it just extended from there into my smart hands. Hmm. So the uh, American sign language then um with the baby signing, it's the same signs that uh, adults would use who are hearing impaired. Is that is that right? Yes, I use the same signs. I know that there are other companies out there that might use a combination of ASL and made-up signs, but I find that uh, it's best to use the real language because it's easier to then look up words that you might have forgotten. And then, of course, you're teaching your child a real language while, while you're doing it. So... What's a what's a good age to start using the the signing then with uh, with your babies? You can really start whenever you want. I always 
tell parents that it's up to them and the type of personality that they have. So if you're the type of person who needs instant gratification, I would wait until your baby's between six and eight months to start. Okay. Um, If you're the type of person who you're really excited to do it and Mm -hmm. you're going to do it until you get a sign back, then you can start, you know, as young as two or three months. I started with both my children when they were four months old. Okay. And uh, my son started signing back when he was six months. And my daughter was nine and a half months when she started signing. Okay. Yeah, we have a a 10-week-old baby here at home. And we've sort of started incorporating a few signs just into our conversations with her or when we're interacting with her. Yeah. Uh, Just like mommy, daddy, and milk. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) And bath. So we just have a few that we've started to use. But, uh, you know, I, I I can see her looking at my hand when I'm doing a sign. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, it's really fascinating. So usually around six to eight months or so, I guess, depending on the the child is when they'll start to sign back. Hey. Eh? Yeah, usually yeah. depending on the child. It's, yeah. It varies. Some have reported a little bit earlier, but I haven't heard many being younger than six months signing back. Right. So, are is there a particular number of signs that uh, that is is good to start out with? Well, I always recommend parents start with about two to five signs. Um, Me personally, I ended up just starting with milk on a regular basis. So it's more important that you're consistent when you're signing so that you're uh, every time you say the word milk, you're going to make the sign milk. Um, So I tell parents two to five signs for their sake, not for the baby's sake, because it's new to you. So it might feel a little bit funny or you might forget to do it. Um, so if you pick a few that you're going to do consistently, and then you can add in some where it might be appropriate if you're reading a book, you might show them the animal signs in the book, or if you're playing a game, that's fine as long as you do a few that are, are consistent. And as I said, milk is a really great one for parents to start out with. Right. Yeah, I guess it's consistency that's the big thing. Eh? It's just re- remembering to do it initially when you're first <laughs> exactly. starting out. Yeah. And you'll find that once your baby starts signing back to you, that it's a lot easier for you to remember to do it and for you to pick up new signs as well. Because Mm. it's really hard sometimes to constantly be signing to your child and then you're not getting anything. It's not motivating for you to continue doing it. So once you do get it, it's a lot easier to then add more to your repertoire. Mm. It must be really exciting to see them sign back to you for the first time, eh? <laughs> it's pretty mind-blowing, actually. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, even with my second one, because my first one, you know, it was all new and, and uh, it was great and wonderful. And everything she did, I thought, was absolutely amazing, of yeah. course. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and uh, But even when my son started doing it, I was, I was losing my mind. And in fact, I posted a video of him signing milk because I was so amazed that he had started signing so young because generally boys tend to pick up language a little bit later than girls. Okay. And so when he started signing it, I was I was super excited. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And and you have lots of videos on on YouTube of of your children doing the actual signing with you. Yeah. I it's funny. You know, people always ask me, well, why did you post, you know, the video of your daughter signing on YouTube? Because this video has had almost four million views. Yeah. It it blows my mind still. And uh I said, the reason why I posted that video was because I ran into a lot of people who had heard about baby signing, but they'd never actually seen a baby signing. Mm -hmm. And so my daughter loved to sign. So I pulled out the video camera and I just kind of, you know, quizzed her on all the signs that she knew, which isn't a traditional way of, of teaching sign language, nor is that how I taught my daughter, but just to show people 
that she's 12 months old and she's signing all of these signs. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. And, um, and people are always amazed to see it. And as I said, you know, with the video having almost 4 million views, you can, you can see how popular the, the baby signing has become. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and plus you have a, a, a smartphone app. Yes. That, um, uh, I've been using myself actually. You have, um, it's also called My Smart Hands, and you have a, a free version for people to try out with some uh, some signs, and then a full version that has, I think, over 300 signs on there. That's right. Yeah. Uh, and phrases, and uh, it's it's really a, a great app. How how how's it been going with with the app? Oh, it's uh, been great. The, it yeah. was. Uh, we've got a lot of really good feedback on it because. You know, parents sometimes they want to look up a word, but they don't necessarily want to go on the internet and find a website and then find it. And also, it comes with a great quiz, um, so parents can test their knowledge. And what we've been finding is that uh, kids, as they get older, they really enjoy flipping through the app as well. Mm. Um, so now we're going to be coming out with a app that's geared towards kids that have pictures on it instead of words or as well as words we're going to keep the words on as well mm. and uh and a quiz feature that will have the pictures as well as the words so that um pre-readers can play it mm. yeah so do you do you find that that children even after they start to speak then that they still use signing they do if uh, if the parents keep up with it yeah. so with my daughter um what we did with her is when she started speaking and dropped off the signs um, we started working with her on the, the alphabet, the ASL alphabet, because we found that she was more interested in learning her ABCs by using her hands than she was by the written letters. Mm. She didn't really have as much interest in, you know, flipping through um, flashcards that had letters on them, but to play games with her that she could participate in by holding up her hand in a certain letter, it was really great. And so we did that with her, and then we... Um, put the the sounds to the letters we taught her the phonics um mm -hmm. and then we'd slowly put the words together so for the word cat for example i'd hold up the letter c and she'd make the k sound right. and then i'd hold up a and she'd say ah and then i'd hold up t and she'd say t and so then i'd do it faster and she'd go k ah t mm. and then i'd do it again and she'd go cat and she'd all of a sudden light up thinking right. i just read a word <laughs> So I think if parents keep up with it in that way, right. um, it's great. And now I find that she brings it to school and, you know, teaches her friends. She's in grade one now. And the little kids are really interested in it as well. Mm -mm. So, yeah. So now babies who learn signing and start communicating with signing, it, it doesn't interfere in their uh, their speech development at all or delay it at all, correct? No, not at all. This is the number one. It's really the only sort of worry that I hear about using sign language and I'm finding that fewer and fewer people are actually concerned with that anymore because mm. it's been around for so long. So, you know, the little kids that were signing back, you know, seven years ago are now in grade one and their verbal skills are through the roof. Um, you know, they're realizing that there's, there's less of a chance that that would happen. So what I always tell parents is that people confuse speech and language um, and, you can have language without speech. So, you know, kids can think in language, they can have abstract thoughts um, through the use of signs um, before their speech does develop. And one thing doesn't, you know, kids aren't lazy. They babble all the time. Mm -hmm. So they want to talk. So when their language, their speech skills develop, they will, they will start talking. So right. if you have a child that 
maybe didn't talk until they were two, but you signed with them, they wouldn't have talked anyways until they were two. But in the meantime, they've been able to use meaningful language through signing. Mm. So if you have two children and they both don't talk until they're two and you've signed with one and you didn't sign with the other, the one who you've signed with will have more elaborate or detailed language because you've given them more complex language to use. You want, you know that they understand you, they're able to communicate. So mm. you put more elaborate words into their vocabulary so that when they do start talking, their, their, their speech will be, uh, or their language will be greater than the child who didn't, wasn't able to use that complex language during that time. Very simple AB choices or pointing to things, you know, their vocabulary is limited. So, mm. um, Signing is really great with children who do have speech delays. So I would tell parents not to worry whatsoever that uh, it's great to give them a, a language tool to use. Right. It, it must really decrease their frustration, too. I mean, if they're you know, able to communicate with you before they're able to talk. Yeah, it really, really does. That's the main yeah. reason why parents do it. I have this great story that I always tell people because it was my biggest aha moment of this is why I'm signing with my child. My daughter was 10 months old and she was in a high chair and I was giving her Cheerios and she was throwing her Cheerios on the floor and signing more and more and more. Right. (laughs) Well, then you don't want more Cheerios. What do you want? Because an interesting point that parents should note as well is that when babies start signing more, it's really them signing. I want because more is a bit of an abstract concept. Oh, yeah. So they, my daughter was signing more, 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 but she was signing want, want, want. And she, was, mm-hmm. she didn't want what I was giving her. So she signed more cheese at 10 months. Oh. She put together two words. Huh. I would never have believed in a million years that a 10-month-old baby could think in a two-word sentence. Right. And, um, and she could easily tell me, I don't want Cheerios, I want cheese. And there was no cheese in sight, so she could point to it. Um, I hadn't offered her cheese as an option during that particular snack time. So there would have really been no way of her telling me that she wanted cheese. She's throwing her Cheerios on the ground. I would have thought, okay, you're done eating. I'm right. down. She would have thrown a wicked temper tantrum. And I <laughs> yeah. No idea what her problem was, yeah. but clearly she wanted something salty versus something sweet, and she was able to easily and clearly tell me through signs. Wow, that's amazing, eh? I know, isn't oh. it? <laughs> <laughs> now, um, your company, my uh, my smart hands, it's now a, a, a an international company. It is, um, yeah. and you have lots of different instruct instructors. And um, tell me a bit more about the company. Do you do you offer courses on baby signing or? Yeah, so um, the instructors that teach through the My Smart Hands program uh, run our eight-week classes, and it's basically a mommy and me, daddy and me type class where the parents can go with their babies, and um, you know, each week you're going to learn 12 signs, and you're going to learn songs that um, have the signs in them, and you're going to learn how to read and sign a book, and mm. and then we play games, fun games for the parents, and it's just a really great way for other parents to interact with other signing parents. Oh, great. And <laughs> if somebody wanted to get involved with that, then would they go to your website then to, to find a location for that? Yeah, so if somebody wanted to take a My Smart Hands class, they could go to the website and uh, and search for their city. Um, and if somebody's interested in becoming a My Smart Hands instructor, um, there's information on the website there as well about becoming a, a teacher for us. Okay, great. 
Yeah. Now, um, you were on, we have, we have a, a, I guess for our, our non-Canadian listeners, we have a show up here called Dragon's Den. Um, there are similar shows. I know in the, in the U.S. they have uh, Shark Tank and I know there's a, a similar show in, in the U.K. as well. Uh, and in the U.K. as well, yeah. Yeah. Um, so you were on that show. I, it, for those who might not know what it is, uh, entrepreneurs go in there and they pitch a product or a service to uh, a group of investors who can then invest with their own money into a project. Right. Um, and you were on that show uh, up in Canada. How was that experience? Um, it was amazing and incredibly nerve-wracking. Yeah, I bet, yeah. Um, but it was a wonderful experience because preparing for the show, I had to really analyze um, my company and whether somebody would buy into it and why they would buy into it. Right. Um, you know, I thought what I have created with my smart hands is an amazing business. And but how do I, you know, convey that to somebody else? And how are they going to make money? And why would they want to invest in me? And all of that stuff. So it was a really great exercise from a business perspective mm. um, because I didn't I don't come from a business background. Right. I, you know, I was a teacher and uh, I never took a business course in my life. And here I am thinking, OK, I'm going to start a business. Yay. <laughs> um, and I did start it just because I wanted to stay at home with my daughter. Um, and it grew very organically up until a certain point. Um, I sort of took opportunities that came my way. But when I went on the Dragon's Den, I thought it's time. It's it's time to make this, um, you know, big and uh and it was a wonderful experience. I went on and I got a, offered a deal with Kevin and Arlene. And, right. um, and you know, from that, we, uh, we were able to come out with our, our smartphone apps. We have uh, iPhone and Android apps now. Okay, perfect. And um, I got a book deal uh, with Penguin New York. So mm. my book is coming out in the U.S. It'll be out available in stores in both Canada and the U.S. in September. Oh, great. Yeah. That's great. Um, so are, are you still involved with them now then, or are they sort of um, done with helping you out initially? Um, I don't have a lot of contact with them anymore, but we are still, you know, I'm still in contact with the, with the show itself and yeah. uh, some of the dragons. Yeah, it's been, you know, businesses ebb and flow, right? So Right, yeah. <laughs> okay, and you mentioned the app is uh, available now for Apple and Android, so... Uh, people can find those in the in the app stores for each of those platforms. That's great. Yeah. And uh, now, if people are looking for more information, of course, they can go to your website, uh, mysmarthands.com. That's right. Uh, and have a look there. And you're also uh, uh, well all over social media as well. That's right. <laughs> if somebody wanted to get in touch with you directly, though, is there a particular way that they can do that? Um, email is always the best way for me, which is just Laura at mysmarthands.com. Um, or, you know, go to the website and the information is there. The contact information is there as well. Okay. That's great. Well, thank you so much, Laura, for being on the show this week. I really appreciate it. Well, thank you very much for having me. Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks. That's the end of the show for this week. I just wanted to say a very special thank you to Laura Berg for being a part of the show this week. I really enjoyed our conversation. And, of course, everyone, feel free to join me next week for Episode 24 of the Being Dad Podcast. I'll talk to you then. The preceding podcast was recorded June 11th, 2012.